The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 207. Had to look at the page for that. Hadn't practiced this mm. intro. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside PlayStation Team's powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Konnichiwa. You're officially back from TGS. Yes. If, if you haven't listened to the Resistance 3 spoiler cast yet, don't worry. We did one. You can go listen to it whenever you want. That was your official return, but this is your official official Podcast Beyond. This is my Beyond. official official double official return. In continuity of Podcast Beyonds, this is the one that counts. This is the one that counts. This is when I'm back from Nihon and I'm here in the States. All right, good. We don't have a lot to talk about there. Uh, he only does everything. Colin Moriarty. I like orange juice. Orange juice. <laughs> what was it? What was the? What's the? What? Banana yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> In making his podcast beyond debut from OneUp.com, Ryan Winterhalter. How are you, Ryan? I am good. I did not get to go to TGS, unfortunately. I'm kind of oh, jealous sorry. of everyone who did. Okay. So uh, in the one up crew, I was I had the privilege of going with. Let's see, the scooter was there. Matt Leon the was scooter? there. Is that, and, is that uh, what scooter is now called? No, the scooter. I said, I said scooter was there. You said, you the, said scooter. the scooter. No, the you, scooter was no, there. You're welcome when you that. edit the podcast right, to go I back and re-listen. I'm, I'm, I just I want to pause right now and go All right, back. Go ahead. No, don't, oh, well, don't do it. Okay, fine. Anyway, the scooter was there. Matt Leon was there, and Jeremy Parrish was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah the three of them went. Except the funny thing is, is I pretty much saw them cumulatively for about an hour for that entire week and a half that we were over there. Oh, probably. Barely, TGS barely saw them around. Yeah, so. I covered TGS for one up the year before that, and it was an absolute mess. Madness. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was crazy. It was good, though. Good times. Okay, okay. Except for a few, you know, little, there were some hitches here and there, but otherwise yeah. it was good. good show. You had a good show. You liked yeah. it. Yeah. You, you, you put out some killer content. You did really Thank well. Thank you. Thank you very much. We, 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 Colin and I were happy. We were here yeah. working late nights. Seeing you over there, posting your reviews, posting your My funny reviews? videos. You were just reviewing games. <laughs> just reviewing games. You know, this game is 97% of our audience can't d- differentiate between a review <laughs> yes. and a preview, so whatever. Uh, we, we had a total, we had a blast. I mean, I, should I talk about it now or later? Uh, I think now, because we're a conversational podcast. Okay, Seems like cool. we stumbled into it. We're ha- It's happening. Yeah, it's ha- is it happening? Is it happening? Um, well, yeah, what do you guys, do you guys have any particular questions, or you want to hear anything? Best in- Vita game you saw. What's the Vita? Because, uh, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, I, I, you guys, you and Keza put up a video about, like, you know, how how awesome Vita is, and how yes. much you want one right now. Yes. And it seems like, that you think in that you said that, or she said that that was, the Vita was, like, the highlight of the show. Oh, absolutely. And I would say that anyone was there. I'm sorry, I turned to you, and you didn't get a chance to go. I, I wanted your one-up opinion in on this. Oh. Oh. 
but um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it was. I would say that the the Vita booth area of the Sony, you know, corner of the show had yeah. like the longest lines. I mean, it was usually seventy to ninety minutes just to play one game, um, and yeah, that was absolutely the highlight of that show. That show is basically Vita and then other stuff. So, and I would say that my game of the show is actually a Vita game called Gravity Days. Uh, so it's one of the Sony Japan Studio games. I think I watched your preview of this. Because yes. you did like a, a why I'm excited yes. about it. This is like yes. you're running why up I'm walls. Pumped. You're running up walls. And yeah, so, and oh, it's, oh, it's so fucking rad. All right, so what it is is uh, it's uh, from Sony Studio. So it's like Sony's internal Japan Studio. So they, that, they're talented folks over there. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they've, they've made some games. They, they've made some games. Um, and it is kind of a third person, I want to say like an action platformer. But what you do is you can when you tap uh, the right trigger uh, she kind of like loses her sense of gravity and she like drifts up into the air and then you this can is my use, nightmare by the way you can <laughs> you can use uh, either you know your the right analog stick it's so great to say that on a portable yeah but you can sort of aim it around and you can also use the gyroscope to like give it some fine-tuning gotcha. but you basically point at a surface any surface and when you tap R again she suddenly starts falling towards that surface like that was her new floor and you can kind of just go like you can basically like get on a train that's going sideways and then like run along oh, wow. the train and there's just shit going on and there's this cat and the cat is following you around and it has the universe on its fur and it's quite amazing. What, what is the cat's name? Uh, I don't think I, it was all in Japanese so I missed mm. that part. I actually don't know what the main character's name is either. Do you know how long this game has been in development? Uh, no, I don't. Because you I, have to add about six years to the development of anything that comes out of Japanese studios and so uh, for Is that Japanese what you have studios. to do? Yeah. All right, well, I think that's just Last Guardian Syndrome. I don't know if that's with every product they make or else they would have never put out any games. You anyway, never, never heard of a game I, called Gran Turismo 5 from Polyphony, <laughs> apparently. Well, that's Polyphony, though. I know. That's, that's not, another Japanese yeah. Sony studio. Well, anyway. All, All right, right, Colin. Look, I guess I guess we have to be negative now, huh? Mm. Really? Do you, what else do you expect from Colin? Mm. <laughs> um, but uh, what was the other thing I wanted to say about Gravity Days? Oh yeah, the, so I met. I was had the good fortune of meeting uh, one of the like producers uh, from the Japanese team over there who spoke English. He's a super nice dude. Actually, huge IGN fan. He came over to who us. Who isn't? He, he he came over to us and he's like, "You guys are from IGN," and I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "I'm a." big fan and i was like wow really why it's amazing that's always my first question but um he uh he um he basically was telling me that one of the things he was most excited with this about this game is that the composer of the music is like super famous in the japanese uh anime and video game scene like he's composed all the music for one piece which is one of the like the most legendary anime over there he's composed it for and then i totally forgot after one piece unfortunately yeah. i had it all thought out and, and i just it's messed okay. it Don't up worry. messed it up so all in all, good job. Vita. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Man, could not yeah. wait. Could, oh, and Nino Kuni is gonna be awesome and that's confirmed for a US release. That looks absolutely uh, amazing. That's yes. Do you want to talk about it? Well, no, I, I haven't seven. seen it for a for I, I was at the press conference in two thousand ten, I think, when they debuted Vita. Uh, not Vita. <laughs> Nino Kuni. <laughs> yes. And it looked absolutely <laughs> astounding. But the, the the whole presentation was all about the DS version. So they, right. they had like forty five minutes of the DS version and then five minutes of amazing animation. Yeah. And then they're like, "Yeah, we'll do. We'll get around to this well, eventually." Yeah, that was the so PS3 I'm version. I'm excited to see that the PS3 version is actually making it over here because the DS version did not. For those of you that don't know, Nino Kuni is a collaboration between two of like the most like uh, salivating, inducing. Uh, Japanese teams. You have uh, Level Five, which has obviously produced everything from what Rogue Galaxy and Dark Cloud, and, and your favorite game of all White time, White Knight Chronicles. White Knight Chronicles. Yes. 
Man, I keep forgetting. Was that? Man, that was them, huh? Yep, it was. Yeah, that was their. That was a little misstep, I think, on their part. But anyway, I think overall they have a phenomenal pedigree, and then also uh, studio. I want to say, so I was told recently that I've been saying it wrong forever. So, because I, I always say Ghibli, but like it might actually be Ghibli. No, it's, it's actually Atari. <laughs> really, You've been you. screwing studio some Atari. Up. It's Ghibli. It's Ghibli, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so and they're obviously the animation studio behind Princess Mononoke and uh, Howl's Moving Castle and Totoro, oh, or okay. not Totoro. Um, or wait, yes, yeah, Totoro? no, they did Totoro. Yeah, they did Totoro. Like, yeah. and so the game has this. It looks like um, one of those movies. It yes. looks like a Howl Miyazaki movie. Yes. Except in motion. In motion, and well, I guess the movies are in motion also. And you can control it. I meant to say in three D, moving pictures. Yes, moving pictures. And so it's 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 like playing for the for a Japanese audience. It would be the equivalent of like being able to play a Disney movie because Studio Ghibli is like the Disney of Japan. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's just looks really phenomenal. Keza was flipping out about it. One of our one of our writers in the uh, in the UK from our UK office. She's got to import it because no word on a European release for that game, as far as I know. But yeah, when I, I wrote that story when it broke on our side, and it did, like I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm excited. This game looks cool. Um, like you said, good pedigree for those two companies and stuff. But then people were really going crazy. In the yeah, comments. that article exploded. Like it's re- weird to see. Uh, that kind of response to a game that, like, I think is under a lot of people's radar. Yeah, and and the DS version. So I, I did a little research too because the DS version is technically supposed to be the same game, but it's actually not. Um, no, yeah, it's a, like I a get, different yeah, game. I guess they talked to um, you know one of the Japanese blogs uh, recently, and there was a translation of it, and uh, they were just saying like the only thing that's the same in the game is like similar story arcs or whatever, but everything else is different. So um, they are different games, and the DS version came out. In Japan in 2010, so they probably just did that one first. Yeah, well, and it ha- there's no way it could be, because the DS version came with this... It doesn't have, you know, sort of in-game tutorials. It just comes with a giant 300-page book. Awesome. And, like... It's 300 pages? Yeah. No and, way. Yeah, and really? so when you're, you're playing it and you come across an enemy, the way you find out how to beat this enemy is you have to look up this creature's <laughs> entry in the book. And it's supposed to be, this is the book that the character carries around with him and uses. I like that idea. That's a cool I idea. Mean, it's a, yeah, it is a cool idea. I, I also have always been fond of instruction manuals from back in the day. Yeah, man. So. Like, Dragon and I are all about it. All the Dragon Warrior games came with those, like, awesome fold-outs with a picture of every enemy and their hit points and where they are on the map. And so I love that shit. Compared to nowadays where you get, you know, just sort of... You get when I played NHL 12, the instruction manual, there was just a piece of paper in it and it said the instruction manual is on the disc or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cool, yeah, cool yeah. guys. Um, and let me see, what else was... Uh, so there was just... In general, the Vita, I'm so excited for that platform that it's it's the kind of thing, and this is really rare for me, it's the sort of thing where I'm even excited for the games which I know aren't even going to be good. So <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Like, which ones? I, I would totally, like, I'm totally going to buy, probably play and buy Monkey Ball for Vita. No, I'm we don't fall for that. We all fell for that Wii trap with them. Remember when the Wii came out and Monkey Ball, and you're like, you're trying to convince yourself it didn't suck? Yeah. I don't know, did you play Shinobi Doll? <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't. No, I played that. I played that on the Vita eighty three. I think that was one of the worst games I played at eighty three. <laughs> I played that one right. You're the ninja, but it's like sneaking ninja yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it's like Tenchu one with yeah. worse controls. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that I, great. I know. all I'm saying is that the device itself is so exciting. Yeah, you want to have stuff wanna, to do. I just want. I just want to have stuff. And considering their lineup, I mean, it's looking pretty good. The litmus test for what you will and won't buy. Are you going to buy Reality Fighters? Uh, probably not. Oh okay. my god, that, that game looks. That really doesn't look like a good game. I have a vote the, of no confidence in Gravity. Or, yeah, or what? Oh, sorry, Reality Fighters. I mean, out of all the Vita games, because I played, in, you know, I played a lot of Vita games at E3, and then a lot of them in Gamescom, and there was really only a few where I'm like, I'm not excited about this game at all. All right, so so then what what are the ones that are good? Do you think? Like, right oh god, now? your phone's ringing. 
That's Jace Hall, everybody, if you didn't know. Uh, uh, I'm a, I think Ruin looks awesome. I'm really excited about that game. Good. Um, yeah, Gravity Days looks cool. Uncharted. Burning work. Skies looks awesome. I, I'm like so excited about Burning Skies just because it's an authentic... <laughs> Are you guys are you guys done talking on the side <laughs> and ruining the podcast? You're done with that, right? Okay, cool. No, I'm going to talk the entire podcast and uh, ruin it. I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, I think I, Burning Skies is the game I'm most excited about just because it's an off. I'm, I'm a huge Resistance fan, but also it's uh, a, a real uh, dual analog shooter on a handheld, which has never been done before, and it's, it feels awesome. So, but I'm I, I'm really excited about Ruin for some reason, just because I love the idea of being on the Muni, playing it, sending it to the cloud. Being on my PS3 at home, playing it, and having this like kind of ubiquitous experience. I... See, that's the thing with um, with Vita. When when I first moved to San Francisco, I lived in Berkeley, and my commute was really long. And uh-huh. I thought, oh, okay, yeah, I meant so Vita would be perfect for the commute. I, and then I moved to Oakland, so I'm effectively on the train for like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, well, crap. There's the, there's the time I would play. I'm actually kind of disappointed my commute is short because <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm excited for Vita, and I, I I don't see myself necessarily like sitting at home playing it. Yeah, even yeah. if I would have to because of the battery. Mm, yes. Well, I'm gonna buy the extended battery pack that I'll wear on my back in a giant backpack <laughs> and have it running. Right on. You yeah. can crank me up to let it go. I'm. I don't know. I get. I, I was a little down on Vita last week just because of the battery stuff and like I don't know. I don't oh know what God. we were really expecting. But then, but then ha- I want to have a quick talk about that. Yeah, well, you that on, so, uh, we have yeah. a massive Roper report. Yeah, it's this is, the, this is the, the biggest Roper report I've ever done. Jeez. I think. How many stories? And 20? all of them are. I don't think you could find a story in here that you're like that's really yeah. okay. well, But so please, move I need on. to wait. No, no, move on. Oh, okay. Conversational podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say you've been gone. You're rusty. You don't know how it works. When you were like, this is appalling. I am disgusted by three to five hours of battery life. Now I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I can't think of a single time that I've played my PSP for longer than five hours in one sitting. Oh, I can think except, of a million times. Except if you are on a plane, in which case that's where that's a rare case mm-hmm. where this battery pack comes in. Well, we play. didn't know about the battery pack yeah. when we first did the uh, thirty-five. But all I'm saying is, even if the battery pack doesn't exist, like most of the time that I play my portable games, it's in bed before I go to bed, and I'm not going to be playing it for five hours at a time. Yeah. You just don't. You just don't. No one's commute is three hours. You know, and if it is. Then you have you. That's yeah. terrible. Does the battery pack now? Does the battery pack work like an emergency cell phone charger? Like where you like uh, where you just buy something and you plug it in and you can use it as a battery, but it also charges the internal battery at the same time. I don't. We know. are unaware of the exact things. Yeah, he just Shuhei about it. said that you could use it on a plane ride and get off and have a full battery. Yeah. So that you would be using that instead of your battery in your system. Uh, okay. I think it's just a replacement battery, and it, he made it sound like you could go like cross country uh, yeah. in the states and not have a problem. So then is the Vita going to end up like the original game? Boy, where you have 15 billion attachments, you got to light on. Here's a giant magnifying glass. I don't know. I just, I, I, I told, I understand that you want the most out of your product, so that's fine. I understand that mentality, but in, for me personally, I'm never, I'm never gonna play that thing. For... I, I, I don't think it's even a matter of that, though. I mean, I just don't like the idea of, you know, for instance, I don't use my iPad very often. In fact, like I don't even, I was telling Greg, I don't even really know why I bought it, but every once in a while, I, I, I like use it, and I have, I've charged, I've had the thing for since. Gamescom, I had it and I, I opened it when I got home. I've charged the thing twice since I've gotten it. And it's still, you know, I like close the cover. It's at like 90%. I open it like two days later. It's at like 88%. You know, little things like that. I mess around with it for an hour. I put it back yeah, down. But, that's... but like the Vita, the Vita, I don't want to have to charge the thing every day or every two days. It's you just cumbersome and to. annoying. Because and... you're probably going to play it for like 30 minutes and then you put it in sleep and then it's, then you're but good. The, but the thing is, if you were playing 3D games on your iPad, you know, how long would the battery last if you were playing Infinity Blade on your iPad? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, all you do is play chess on it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, keep in mind, you're not, that's like a totally unfair comparison. I suppose. Yeah. But so it's a comparison nonetheless. 
yeah, it, I, I, inaccurate and unfair. I think yeah, our our PlayStation conversation video about it was very you know knee jerk reaction to it. Like it was, I think it was just the fact that at that time, yeah, I, all I wanted, as I've said a million times in that video and podcast, is I wanted to be able to fly across country with it. And then Shuhei, I think, listened to enough of my bitching that he literally set set it up to you in that interview. The exact using the exact terminology I used the San Francisco New York flight. So yeah. So I was fine with it after that. There you go. I, I, to me, it's just I wanted the you know the three to five hour thing concerns me because three is you know I, I wanted the, at least the the four to be five hours. You know I was yeah. I don't know what exactly I expected. You know I I, I understand even, even you know battery technology hasn't come as well, far as maybe we would have liked, and obviously really good batteries are expensive, and this goes not only in electronics but you know in cars and everything. You know the Volt, for instance, how expensive that. I mean like good batteries are expensive, so I understand that. But um, well, keep in mind they they have to have the range on there for in the situation where. Like that three hours might be referring to like you are playing a game connected to the internet, like like playing at that entire three hours. Actually, the, like, I think I think the, it was three to five hours with everything. Like the, the one like caveat the was everything turned settings. off. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Never mind. So if you I'm have lying. if you have everything on, it's gonna last less than that. Yeah. If you're playing, I mean, if you're playing, then say you're playing on, like say you're playing Uncharted online with your over your three G connection, that's gonna be why well, oh. probably can't use your three G. We think. Oh, to play online? Yeah, it's the, I mean, this is all dodgy. No, you know, no, there's no hard answers on most of stuff. But yeah, 3G is pretty much, I think, we're just being used for that near stuff, like when we're on the street, like street pass kind of stuff. Okay. And downloading games once in a while. I hope, I hope you're right. I mean, we've talked about this, and I hope that that's the case, that you can't, you know, because I always thought it was huge when they announced Call of Duty, when they revealed NGP, or when they talked about, I guess, the name being Vita, that... If you could play that over a wireless network, like anywhere, that that would be the one of the biggest games in the world. You know, just imagine you know all these all these Call of Duty fans just playing anywhere they want. But it's probably just unrealistic, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, not not in terms of technology, but in terms of what AT and T wants to give exactly. up for bandwidth. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm still super. You know, the battery life. Yeah, that was a disappointment, especially because we read later. Yeah, it's like well, this is what this turned off and this turned off, and you're you know you're not using Wi-Fi and all. And it's like all right, well. Whatever, but you know, maybe maybe we'll get like a you know a better battery at the, in the future. The external battery is nice, and I'm still so excited about the system and and all the yeah. great games. I, I agree with you. I think Gravity Days looks looks awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, sounds cool. Looks cool. You know, I, yeah, it's, it's it's. I was just making fun of him because of the Last Guardian or whatever. But but uh, I'm I'm super excited about that game. I think it's cool that Metal Gear and Zoe are going to come to the Vita, Final Fantasy X, which that, is a game I really don't like. Uh, that, is going uh, to be. Like those games are being remastered for PS3, so I was like, oh, I just so, I want to play them there. That I means Metal Gear Solid 3 is going to be released three times in one year. Well, we'll see about that 3DS game. <laughs> it keeps getting pushed around. <laughs> yeah, we, we transfer though. Yeah, well, hopefully. I still don't trust transferring. Only if you live in Japan. Yeah, there's that too. So much there's so much misinformation out right now and no hard answers. I was, it makes me I was thinking about this with the with the Vita launch coming and uh with uh just with everything it on PS three and, and on the other systems too. I I don't know how there could be so many good games. It's I just feel like we are in a golden age. It, well they're learning a lesson, I think. I think they're learning a really important lesson. This year this year is ridiculous. Like there's one I I'm handling re- the review schedule for one up and there's there's certain days that you just look at the reviews calendar and you're like how are we <laughs> going to cover all of that? Yeah. It's a it's a ridiculous time of year. It's right a now. good it's a good thing though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the words absolutely. of Martha Stewart. Oh, I'm so excited. Ryan. So excited. Yeah. Uh when people want to be part of the show, they write into beyond at ign.com. Correct. Nehemiah did that. He says, what's up, guys? It's good to have you back, Ryan, and this question is just for you. Can you give us the best and worst memory of TGS? Maybe game-related, then pers- it can be personal-related. Uh, I heard it was hot. Yes, it was hot. Um, it was really hot, actually, but that's okay. That's fine. Does this include 
things outside of Tokyo Game Show, or is it specifically yes, at Tokyo Yes, it can be whatever. Well, I mean, it's a TGS memory, so it has to be TGS related in some oh, okay. way. Your best and worst TGS okay. memories. You know, they don't have to be, I don't know yeah. what you're saying. I mean, right. it can be about traveling or coming back or whatever, but. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Okay, okay. Uh, Because the best memories are usually when I'm out clubbing in Japan, because that's the most fun I, I have, like, ever. Though, the playing the Vita is obviously game related. What's your favorite club in Tokyo? Um, well, I've been, I've only been to a few. I mean, so I'm, I, you, you can't use my experience to judge <laughs> if this is a good club or not but the one that we've gone back to numerous times is called harlem it's in shibuya and it is you're i mean you're paying like more than 30 dollars to get in per person but, but then the drinks are free right uh you get one free drink yeah, i want to go to this place yeah Call, it's not our scene let's not go no nah, i just want to go to a bar well, yeah, we can do that, too. And there's an amazing dive bar that we go to. Uh, so the the video team has this uh, tradition of going to this one little tiny underground dive bar that's in Shibuya, which is an amazing district, by the way. That's my favorite district uh, in Tokyo. Um, but uh, we go, they go there every year because they, they know the owner now. And so they always bring a bottle of Fernet, which is this, uh, this San Francisco liquor that everybody loves uh, and everyone he hates here. Um, so they bring him a bottle and they give it to him every year. Which can is he not awesome. get it there? Uh, yeah, you can't get it in Japan. Also, oh he doesn't gosh. even like it. But oh, that's yeah, nobody, nobody really likes Fernet. You you yeah. like it because it makes you unique. Yes. What? You because that makes me unique. No, make... every tons of people like it here. I'm, I'm not unique just at all. Giving you trouble. Um. Anyway, that that was a long tangent. Okay. Favorite memory going clubbing. It's it is amazing. Japanese clubs are totally awesome. Um, and then your worst memory what was the worst part of TGS uh, the absolute the worst boat? the worst part I can't really discuss too much publicly because I want to be respectful to uh, okay there's a joystick or, article about it you're welcome to go read <laughs> yeah I mean there's oh there's also an article on Wired but let's oh, just maybe say that's what I'm thinking of yeah there was a uh, good, there was good, both those sites who knows there was an event uh, that you know was held before, uh, right on the first night of TGS and and it was probably my least favorite event I've ever been to in the four years I've been at IGN. Was mm. it the one on the boat? Yes. There you go. Search boat events. <laughs> uh, search that boat event. We, we, have boat lots event. Of, we have lots of news to talk about it, but a, a bit of housekeeping before we go any further. Ryan, I need you to turn the photo uh, behind you around. I can't focus on you with this woman from Knocking Boots over there. Uh, and next, uh, RW, Ryan number two. Yeah, I, I know nothing about you. What, right. what do you What do you do at One Up? How long have you been at One Up? What do you, What are you playing? What's what, What's going on with you? I uh, I started at One Up in May, though I've been freelancing for One Up. I was their Japan correspondent uh, back in 2010. Okay, oh, so you know all about Harlem then. I've, I've, I've actually I've never been to Harlem. Ooh, gotta change that. He hasn't lived. <laughs> Next time we go there, you and me, man. And um, uh, yeah, started in May, moved uh, from England to get the job. Wow. Okay. So. I've uh, been there four months now. Look at that. Handling reviews pretty much at the moment. Reviews and games. Okay. Stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, how, why were you... Are you from England? No, no. Uh, I was living in Japan. I met my wife there. Um, we were engaged, and she wanted to do grad school. And she had British citizenship, even gotcha. though she was American. So okay. she always wanted to live in, in England. And I was freelancing for a bunch of outlets um, in this town called Bournemouth. And she wanted to go to school mm-hmm. in this town called Bournemouth because uh, they had a really good archaeology program. And so it was like... All right, sure. That seems like a good place. It's a really interesting little Very, collection yeah, of stuff, man. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah that but you've seen things. You've lived. I know. Mm, you haven't gone to Harlem, though. So we'll I've not gone to Harlem. R- Ryan, how long is the show right now? Uh, the, we're at uh, 25 minutes right now. All right, well, let's begin it with what is and forever will be <laughs> the Roper Report. <laughs> 
time for some news and topic of the week. This is topic of the week, too, because there's so much to talk about, Colin. How could this much stuff so th- have happened? There are 20 items on the list this week. 20 now, items. Now, uh, yeah, oh, this, this, I, I don't think you'll find out any of these around interesting. Well, or, I'll be the judge. Yeah, you'll be the judge. Yeah. And so usually I put them in order of most important to least important, uh-huh. uh, but I, there's just too many. I couldn't even really okay. process the and information. I, here's, here's the game we're going to play today. Okay. Right? Greg, for every news item, I want you to say either I guarantee it or I doubt it for you're the news as to if you would think this is worthy or not of the list. <laughs> okay. The context doesn't even really work, but I'm, I like that Okay, idea. look, I just, you no, know, it's I like a game. It. I like we're it. We're using the things. Okay, it's fine. we're using the, the beyond memes. Yes. Okay, right. no, number one. Does he do it in the beginning or when he's done what? with? No, how, how would you, you just go assume? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Sony will have timed exclusivity on all Battlefield 3 DLC, although it would be quite brief. Developer Dice confirmed that all DLC for Battlefield 3 will come to the PlayStation 3 a week before it appears elsewhere. I guarantee it. There you yeah, go. That's you a, like yeah, okay. Uh, number two, an Uncharted three Drake. Oh, are we gonna talk about it? You want to oh, talk yeah. about it? Yeah. Well, is I that mean, a big deal? Do you care? No, I don't care. We're always, this is always the trade-off, right? Like, mm-hmm. usually it's Microsoft grabbing exclusives and having them for six months, a year, or whatever. All the summer of arcade stuff, right. Call of Duty maps, etc., so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not like super into like military shooters. I know, per I, se, but, but so is I'm it a good move? Battlefield. Is it a good move? Uh, is no. it gonna actually change pre-orders? If this costs, if this costs no. Sony money, no. then no, it's not a good move. Okay. Uh, number two, an Uncharted three Drake's Deception PS3 bundle has been revealed. It will all be available this November. It will co- uh, contain a 320 gigabyte PS3 copy of Uncharted three Drake's Deception and a month of PlayStation Plus. I yeah. would say I doubt it, but this story's doing well, so I guarantee <laughs> it. It will cost $300. Uh, number three, news I'm excited about. NHL 12 is a huge success. It has sold 451,000 copies since its release. Um, the series' highest-selling first week in the franchise's 20-plus year history. 6.9 million online matches were played in the first week, a 17% increase from NHL 11. I doubt it. Really? That, that's not fascinating to you? What? what? 451,000 copies we talked about in a this, week. We talked about this at a game desk. that's only available in North America. You're like, this is good for the NHL. And, you're, and I, uh, yes, it is good for the NHL. It's bad for the XFL. XFL the XFL hasn't existed in 11 years. But people are ready for it to come back. People are ready. And if they if the hockey sales would have dipped, people would have been like, well, maybe it's going back to the XFL. Extreme football league? Yeah, I don't, they never really talked about what the X stood for. It wasn't like it wasn't extreme, but that's what it was implied to be. Really? I, thought it was, I thought it was. I don't, I don't think, think they ever spelled it out. I don't think they spelled it out. Spelled it out. Spelled it out. I don't think they ever spelled it out. Just say it again. Sp- spelled it out. <laughs> uh, number four. Uh, do you have an early copy of Dark Souls? Uh, Why, yes, do. I do. Yeah. Uh, according to Japanese gaming blog, playing the game online early results in maximum level, quote, black phantoms coming into your world randomly and completely messing up your day. Uh, these phantoms are level 145 with 1,900 <laughs> hit points and maxed out stats each at 99. These enemies are impossible to defeat. Uh, no word on if the same thing is happening on the American European servers. I've only played Dark Souls for a couple hours, and I haven't experienced anything like that. Yeah. Have you been playing it online, though? Yeah, I have. Okay. I love it. I think that's a great idea. Because they broke street date in well, Japan. I, well, I uh, define online. I'm not playing with other people, but I'm, I'm connected. You're connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, can you de- decline people coming in? Because that's what it is, right? That people are coming into these ki- kids who are playing in J- Japan. Well, look, you, well, it's it's that from software set it up so that if um, you bought the game prior to its street date, uh-huh. enemies would be generated in the game. Gotcha. Okay, that's an yeah. awesome idea. Yeah, it's, I, it's I love that. Really they, cool. you know, we always there's always talk about this. Like, what can they do? And this is a great way to do it. Yeah, just like totally screw you. Which so is, was that was that worth it? I guarantee you. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was an interesting story or strange story. Um, has Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City been delayed? Uh-huh. Uh, originally expected to be released in the fourth quarter of this year, it seems that Operation Raccoon City might be mo- might be moved to 2012. However, Capcom t- spoke to IGN uh, and told us, "quote We have announced we have never announced a delay in the game since the announcement. Capcom has said that it is coming out this winter. It is still planned to do so." 
So it's them dancing around. Yeah, exactly. That it's not going to come out this year, but it'll be this winter, this winter. season. Yeah. So before spring. Yeah, it seems, seems kind of strange to me. I guarantee it. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, number, where are we? Number six. Dead Space 3 has always been assumed to be in development over at Visceral. But now it seems we have confirmation. An IGN reader from Israel sent us a video. That Do you have his name? Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm no. sorry. Me too. No, I didn't bring it either. Uh, that played on Israeli TV, which shows a tour of EA's Redwood Shores studio. Seen in certain shots are logos of Dead Space 3, along with what appears to be concept art. Um, and you can take a look at the video for yourself on the site. Yeah, like we had known Dead Space 3 was coming, but we didn't. You know, nobody said who's developing it, where it is. You assume Visceral, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, so down where Visceral actually is in Redwood Shores, there it was. Huge shout out to the fan whose name we don't have now. Yeah, I want to say sorry. Shocking for You is his Twitter name. Um, I was, uh, we talked about this in a meeting, and I, 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 I said that I was kind of disappointed that they're working on Dead Space 3. Yeah, I, which I, is I wanna, weird. I, I want to see, so, see something. Oh, I wasn't blown away by Dead Space 2. I know you were, I wanna see, you're weird. I want to see something else um, from them. Our dubs, back me up. Dead Space 2, good? I really like that. Damn space right. Better than the original. It's it's I it's better and it, it's good in a different way. It's not it's, the same experience. It's iterating no. on the original, and that's why Colin I think doesn't like it because it, it 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 is so it, the, the people who don't like Dead Space Two always seem to have the problem that it's so much like the original. See, no, correct? Not correct. No, I, I to me it doesn't feel as lonely and despondent and hopeless as the first one. Did. Yeah, that's that's sort of my thing. Like I really like that feeling of the first Dead Space where. You felt like absolutely alone, whereas Dead Space mm-hmm. Two felt more like a normal action game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to, uh, claustrophobic is always the word I use when I talk about Dead Space because you're you're revisiting the same parts of the ship um, later and like you're kind of returning. Some people didn't like that, but to me it was like, man, the ship really is not as bi- not that big, and this guy's like alone, and you're in like places that you were before earlier that were safe, and now they're not. And so I I I really like Dead Space a lot, but and okay. I, I I wasn't even compelled to beat Dead Space Two. I mean, that's I just was like, eh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, freak, I'm freaked out just thinking about it. God, you're just a quitter, maybe you have no metal. Is that it? M-E-T-T-L-A? Yeah. Uh, oh, do you have a, a comment on that? I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Yeah, okay, good. We're doing pretty well, then, so Yeah, far. no. I, I, yeah. Uh, the, the number seven. The PS3 version of Assassin's Creed Revelations will contain the original Assassin's Creed game on the same Blu-ray. This is something exclusive to the PS3 due to the Blu-ray's enhanced storage capabilities. And it's going to have trophies. <laughs> no. Damn it! However, we reached, out to, we reached out to Ubisoft about the possibility of a trophy patch for Assassin's Creed and got a story that's becoming familiar now. Assassin's Creed won't be patched for trophies. I guarantee it, um, and that's sad. But it's not really because I, I didn't like the original Assassin's Creed, so I really wouldn't want to go back and play it again for trophies. Now, I'm not a fan of the series. So. Um, I can't that. Number eight, Ardub. Do you like Assassin's Creed? I do like Assassin's Creed. I even like the first one. Ah, you're crazy. Mm. The flags. That's no, I, I, sitting on a bench for 30 minutes. Screaming the flags. The, fl- the flags were terrible. I I liked I liked the sort of planning my my assassination route. I like mm-hmm. you know how. There were very firm areas where this is the assassination, and this is where you find multiple routes to it. And the game is better. Two and three are better, but they kind of lacked sort of the structure. Multiple, yeah, just go do what you, you want know, to do. Routes, sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clements, anything to say about mm-hmm. the Assassin's Creed business? Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh, okay. Continue. We got okay. a lot of news to cover, Greg. Yeah, I know, but we need to talk about. No, let's something. talk. Let's talk. At your always, leisure. Always at your feel leisure. free to interrupt, Ardub. You want to go somewhere? You go there. All right, we'll All do. Right. Uh, Battlefield number eight. Battlefield three's online beta has a date. Uh, the beta will be released simultaneously on PS3, 360, and PC on September 29th. However, you can get access on September 27th if you pre-order the game on EA's Origin service, or for anyone who purchased the Medal of Honor Limited Edition. I don't know why you would have done that when it came out last year. The beta will run through October 10th. There will be no level cap or limit on unlockables. I doubt it. Really? What are we? What are we? It was just the Battlefield. You did, all you did right there was prove you're a sellout for EA Origins. Oh, you can get it if you go to EA. Well, how much money are you going to get when they put in yeah, the code beyond? They put in the beyond code. Put on the code beyond, all lowercase. <laughs> um, nothing on that. Anyone? 
No, you again, I, no, I, mean, I don't care. Yeah, and it's yeah. also falling in October when I'll just be playing the yeah. Subway Uncharted multiplayer. You know we're gonna be, you know we're gonna be playing a lot in October. Payday Payday heist. The heist. Oh my god! Woo! You want to talk about that? How depressing that? I think that's one of the reasons I'm depressed today. What? Is that we have Payday the Heist? We got it last night, but I went out and got drunk. Mm-hmm. And then you 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 had a few beers as well. Yes. Got it. So we get in this morning, and I say, all right, Colin, let's play a game before we get to work. And Colin goes, well, why don't we get the Beyond stuff ready, and then we can play it until Beyond starts. And I was like, that's a bad idea. As soon as you look at your email, it works, and then, yeah, it yeah. was over. We'll get it in today. Sorry, later I'm going to get it in today, yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah buddy. buddy. Why are we excited about the heist now? Because it looks fucking awesome. I don't, I Left 4 Dead meets the Heat. Okay, or Heat. Le- Left 4 Dead heat. meets Heat. But okay, I'm sorry. All right. The Miami Heat. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> God. Uh, R Dubs. Anything to talk about? Now? First off, does anybody call you R Dubs? Do you like this? Is it working for you? I can go with it. Okay. Right, well. I don't want to get confusing with the Ryans. We got that would be I thought you always call me there, there are, I usually do, but sometimes I break. There are already, what, three Ryans in the office? Four yeah. Ryans yeah, in the office? Crowded. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, anyway, the heist, are you, are you interested in this I one? haven't been paying attention to it at all. I like the idea of it. Everybody who's played it likes things. I've seen it at trade shows, but I never cover it, so I'm always like running around, but I see it, and I always think it looks cool. It's uh, it's basically an online... You can play by yourself, but an online PSN exclusive. Um, like Left 4 Dead meets Heat yeah. kind of thing, where you're robbing. Yeah. Like, robbing people. Four-player, first-person sure. shooter co-op. I, I like the <laughs> idea of a, of a game... You know, loosely based on Heat, because every attempt to do that so far has really failed. Like, yeah, Kenny Lynch was kind of... Like I, I don't know much about it, and like there's hostage trading and stuff. Yeah, We're yeah. Looking through the trophies today. It's yeah, like, can, that, we, can we talk about the trophies? Probably not. Yeah, probably not a good idea. Um, <laughs> okay, number nine. Okay. Oh, the first. Oof. That was I guarantee. This is a long. This is a long haul for this uh, news. But, but there's a lot of good but, stuff. But has oh, any of this yeah. news been like you know you don't want to hear about this? No, no. Okay. I'm, I'm fine. Uh, THQ has revealed that Crytek, the studio behind Crisis and Far Cry, is developing Homefront Two. There's little information available otherwise, other than that we're going to have to wait a while for Homefront 2. It won't be released till 2014. Jeez. I am torn about this one because I really like Crytek, but I thought Homefront was really dumb. Mm, there are some <laughs> problems with this one, I think. What, what was done by it? What do you like about it? <laughs> and I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I think everybody will admit it clunky in parts. This is happening, yada, yada. I, I love the story and the setting. That was my thing. I, I liked the idea of fighting through Tiger Direct in a Hooters and stuff like that. No, I, I, love, the, I love the idea The idea of the United States being invaded, sort of Red Dawn sort of thing. Uh-huh. That is awesome. I had a real hard time, like, taking North Korea seriously mm. and that, set, that whole realism yeah. thing. Okay, okay. I was like, seriously? Really? So, well, all right, so... I, I'm, I, I reviewed Homefront. I gave it a 7. I gave it the presentation a 9 because I really I loved it. I'm a huge John Millius fan. Um, and I love Red Dawn. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm really into like future history and alternate history, American history, or you know American stuff. I like, love it. It's like my favorite. We, like, still, we still have to watch Hot Tub Time Machine. I totally forgot, by the way. Because there's, there's like a Red Dawn reference in no. it. No, <laughs> I well, I, Hot Tub Time Machine is just a funny movie. But yeah. But, uh, well, I love that movie. I don't, sell, yeah. don't sell them on the whole Red Dawn thing, though. Oh, I know. I'm just okay. saying that that's, just, that's what reminded me of it because there was a Red Dawn gotcha. reference. Yeah. No, I good, love good Red Dawn. Movie. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but I wrote it. So I interviewed the guys at Chaos before the game came out, and um, I did a piece called Is Home From Possible? And it was a, basically an examination of the story and the way that the, the very sp- – and I talked to a guy that, that they have that used to work at the CIA that helped them write the story and, and all these dudes. And the way they describe it in a very specific way, like the, the specific chain of events that leads to this happening is actually not as unrealistic as you'd think. But it would have to, it would have to go in this very specific way. It basically all surrounds monetary collapse and how yeah. like no one can control – like even China can't control North Korea and like everyone has bigger fish to fry. And so like – this just happens, you know, and they basically just kind of do this like, uh, like the the East Asian quote prosperity sphere from World War II, like the way the Japanese went around from island to well, island. Each step along those lines is, is plausible in a way, but the the idea that all of that would happen exactly that way is just like, oh no, I, I don't I don't disagree, but I I I, I liked it. Uh, 
nonetheless. Yeah, it's it's definitely hokey. I want to see what they do do in the second one. You know, I just hope that they they stay true because I really like the presentation of the game like you did, and I hope that they stay true to that. That would be my concern, right? Is that like when I played Crisis Two and stuff, I totally like lost interest in it. It was very beautiful, and I had a cool suit and yada yada yada. But I didn't care who that guy was or what was happening. And like you know, when I didn't care about the story, I stopped playing. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We have a long long time to wait. Yeah, and also that's way to lose a lot of momentum, right? Like I mean, Homefront sold well. It had a crazy ad campaign. People knew it. People know it. You know what I mean? I would think you'd want to capitalize on it as fast as you can. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Do you remember how how like all of San Francisco was plastered in Homefront? It was like we actually did get invaded. And this time by THQ. But <laughs> I wish we did because that's how I want. I totally want to go out. Invaded by THQ. Yeah. John Miller comes in here and kicks just, on the door. Just kicks it, puts, puts a on bullet a Saints, in my head. Puts the Saints Row shirt on you and you, gets your will. You, you, you would really want to just die fighting, huh? I don't know, man. I I I, I don't know. Those those situations in fiction are so fascinating. I know. I, 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 think, I, think, I think they go. I think they go very differently in real so then life. So what, what what is your favorite video game where the United States gets invaded? Red Dawn. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Freedom Fighters. Yeah, I mean, everyone before Homefront came out, everyone was like, create like really. There was a lot of Freedom Fighters references. I mean, honestly, that like you don't see it in the game, but like the mythology surrounding just everything that happens before Fallout, uh, the Fallout games is really fascinating with China, um, the, the the War of 2077 and stuff like that. I, I, I wish that they would kind of go over more of that kind of stuff because I just, you know, I don't know. It's just, just there's something fascinating about the United States just, you know, ending, as it were. I don't know why that that's fascinating to me, but it is. Sorry, is that dark? No, no, no. I, I, it's an interesting thing. I like, yeah, I like absolutely. those. I mean, I mean, I majored in American history. I, 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 I have seen the arc of, of greatness that this country has, has you know gone through, and, and and there will eventually be a decline. Um, I think we're already in that decline. I think you're right. Uh, number ten. Well, now it's dark. Now, now it just went depressing. <laughs> There's no doubt that we're in the decline. But oh, oh, number ten. Are we going to come back out of it? Is it one of the ones? Where you, is it going to make like the McDonald's M and we'll come I back? Think out? I think it's very possible. I think yeah. I don't think it's guaranteed. I think you want to guarantee it? I, I mean, I, all right. Not to get dark or political, but the, oh, but gosh. the 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 way that the United States is going to end, if it ends, you know, in the next ten or twenty years, is going to be a monetary collapse, just like they talk about in home front. I mean, it will, and if and if something like that happens, it's it's game over. So just be be prepared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do I do to prepare? Colin? I don't know. I don't know. Build a fallout shelter or something. Number ten. Oh, is that an I guarantee it or? Uh, uh, I guarantee. Okay. Number 10. Uh, if you've turned on your PlayStation 3 recently, you may have noticed new firmware available for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is update 3.72. According to Sony, it enhances system stability and improves PlayStation Network service. I doubt it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's only two out of 10 so far that you said. Uh, the I NHL one I was joking about. Oh, okay. So one out of 10. Yeah. Um, this one was disappointing for me. I know Clements might have been disappointed, although he was engaged in Japanese things at the time. Um, Final Fantasy VI. And <laughs> yeah, it was. Final, Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger, the classic NES RPGs, were scheduled to come to the PlayStation Network in North America mm-hmm. as PS1 classics this past week. However, Sony made the er- an error on the PlayStation blog, one that was only revealed the day before the games were set to be released. Neither game made it on a PSN, and there's no word on when they're they're going to come down the pipe. Both games have ESRB ratings, um, so they're ready to be released. Uh, Chrono Trigger has been released anywhere in the world as a PS1 classic. Final Fantasy VI is already available in Japan and Europe. I guarantee you. And you said the PlayStation 1 version specifically, yeah. right? Yeah, so this is, you know, because you played them, this is disappointing if it's Chrono Trigger, because Chrono Trigger's PS1 version was terrible. And it had, like, the loads, like, it loaded even when you went to the menu. Yeah, so, so, it was, so it was Final Fantasy VI's was like that, too. Yeah, not as bad. Chrono Trigger, Chrono Trigger came with four, and six came with five, right? And this, six and yeah. five came together later, and it was a little more refined. The original package, I think, was Anthology. Yeah, was yeah there was Anthology and Chronicles. Right. 
There's just a lot of different places you can play those games much better. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, you, you guys, you, you guys listening, you probably have a DS. Just play six and Chrono Trigger are both available on the DS. Just play them there. Well, uh, six sorry. is available on six, Game Boy Advance. Six you can just play on Game and Boy. And you Advance, can play. So. I mean, if you want to play on a console, they're on WiiWare, so you can just download them there and you can play with the classic controller. It's yeah. totally fun. There you go. Any thoughts? I really just don't like those versions. Mm, yeah, I don't. I mean, I was. I remember being. You know, that was. I was in tenth grade maybe when those came out. I was like really disappointed. I spent all my money on those yeah. collections, and Chrono Trigger was like really unplayable. I mean, it was really disappointing. And that was obviously before patches and stuff like that could fix those. Did you have enough money to still take a girl to the homecoming dance? I didn't go to the homecoming dance what ever. The hell's your Whoa, problem? Whoa! No way. No. Did you ever go to Sadie Hawkins? Sadie Hawkins. What is this? Yeah. Uh, is turnabout. That like a, really? Is some that, schools. That's would, not a Sadie. Ho- some schools would call it twerp. We were, we called uh, it turnabout. Turnabout. Yeah. Okay. It's where the, the girl asked the, the girl guys. Asked oh. The guys. Oh, yeah. No, I never went to those. Oh, I never okay. went to homecoming or prom or junior prom either. You've So you've never been to a school dance ever? No. All right. Oh, my next, God. Guys, next, we have high to... school dance. We're t- I'm going with Colin. <laughs> yeah, someone, no, no. So, some, reader, some reader has to take Colin to the dance. I would love this. Please. If <laughs> there are girl there listeners girl out listeners, there who are going to Turnabout, please Colin invite Colin. will go with you. Oh, my God. I will force him to go. Oh we'll bring the whole thing. a video crew. And yeah, try, get your I'm other not, girlfriends to invite me in yeah, comments. I'm not going to lie. Colin looks damn good in a suit, so you would be getting a good date out of that. Thank oh, you. Oh, shit. Yeah, buddy. Also, Colin's got an older sister. Probably could buy booze. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or Colin could just oh, bring yeah, the booze. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't think we could do that. Yeah, uh, do. Number, I doubt it. I doubt number it. 12. No underage drinking is condoned by Podcast Beyond or its subsidiaries. Uh, or... Or we're a subsidiary. We, we are yeah. a subsidiary. Okay. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I got you. Uh, number 12. If you're interested in trying out Call of Duty, the Call of Duty Elite beta on PlayStation 3, it's now underway. Invitations are rolling out to those who sign up at CallofDuty.com slash Elite. Call of Duty Elite is a special social and statistical service that hopes to bind Call of Duty gamers together across platforms and titles. I guarantee it, but I, I know none of us care. Yeah. RW, you care about it, you know? Yeah. Right. It's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I respect what they're doing there. I like the idea of, you know, all your stats carrying over from every game. That's cool. I did. Yeah, I went to Call of Duty XP, and I and they get, and saw the demo. I was like, well, that's you interesting. You fall asleep in the middle if of it? I, play, I did not fall asleep. <laughs> but I, you should have. Like, probably. Mm. No, like, if I, when <laughs> are you showing Spider-Man Edge of Time? Uh, <laughs> now I just can't stop thinking about this This Colin going to a dance. I'm so excited. Can you imagine how awesome it would be I to get the little wallet shot of him oh and a girl? God. Like, he's just in his, he's just in jeans and a, <laughs> jeans in his northeastern jersey. <laughs> Some girl in his Please, j- corsage. For on. the love of God, email beyond at IGN.com with the headline, school dance. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's do it. Wait, It'll be fun. Let's do oh, it. Yeah, great. Homecoming's coming up. No. It's, somebody's still having homecoming. Yeah, it's the I'm fall. Sure it's the fall. Still, yeah, still September's school. homecoming. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Um, number 13. And this will interest you, Unlucky even though you already 13. know. DC Universe Online has officially gone free to play. However, there are three tiers uh, that gamers can take advantage of. Free players can play the entire game as it stands today. Oh. Premium players which are those that spend $5 or more on optional DLC, will have advanced features unlocked. And then legendary players who play who pay $15 a month will have access to basically everything. Yeah, stuff that you were doing before, and this carries over, and uh, I guarantee you, this carries <laughs> over to, you know, if you had already had a subscription in Lifetime, whether it be year or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Kevin Brock writes in, though, and he says, he wrote into beyond.igene.com, just like everyone should. Can I get the Platinum Trophy using only the free part of DC Universe Online? No, you cannot, Kevin. I've been meaning to break that out as a news story, but it has been very crazy lately. Uh, if you are doing the free to play things similar to free realms you get no trophies you have to actually give money to actually start earning trophies makes sense yeah disappointing but not breaking is this going to bring you in? are you going to start playing dc universe online? no you gonna do definitely, some DC? definitely not ryan you gonna anybody Ardo, i have an unopened copy i don't have time of, for mmos yeah i mean that's the thing and i have an unopened copy of on my on my shelf i'm never gonna play that game just give it away somebody 
Give it away now. Give it away. When you go to when you go to your homecoming date, bring it to them. Just give it away. Just throw it. Pumpkin harvest. No. Number fourteen. Final Fantasy thirteen two will indeed have DLC. Square yeah, has buddy. confirmed that DLC for the game will be available eventually, including new costumes, monsters, and weapons. Why do you care? Let's just make you happy. You, I'm, are I'm, you, I'm, I'm would excited. you be playing Final Fantasy thirteen DLC right now? Uh, thirteen two DLC maybe. But what I'm saying? Well, well, how different is it from yeah, no, the first? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. We've derailed this. I'm sorry. No, I guarantee. No, okay. I guarantee. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I'm not excited about that. I'm just saying. I've I've learned. Uh, no, through- nothing. Nardubs. You don't. You're not. I was not a fan of 13. I, I had to play it four times for work. I wrote the oh, strategy guide for IGN. Oh, and well, I was then just that, like, would, that would kill it for anyone. Oh. But with that said, uh, there's there have been a lot of announcements made that 13.2 um, has some stuff in it that's going to make it much better. Than if, it, if, that'll make it good. If it's entertaining within 20 hours of starting it, it that would yeah, be nice. It will. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. God, that, that game, I mean, I, we've talked about that game, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Uh, I, 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 I guarantee it. Yeah, it was okay. guarantee it. Number 15. Speaking to Game Informer, Sony Worldwide Studios president and friend of Podcast Beyond, Shuhei Yoshida. Yo, re- SP on Twitter. Has revealed that system updates on Vita won't be nearly as intrusive as they are on PS3 and PSP. He says, quote... Oh, yeah, let's go, let's go more on plus. Please. Yes, 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 yes. I'm glad he admits it. He says, quote, It's very annoying when you only have one hour in your busy life to play a game and when you spend 30 minutes out of that one hour to update the hardware. So it's not necessarily the frequency of how we update. It's the intrusiveness of the current process we have on PS3 and PSP. We're aware of the issues, and we'd like to address those issues on PS Vita. I'm nice. very, I'm very happy good. with it. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think he does it? How do you think they do it? How do they I make it know. less intrusive? I don't the know. background Back, installing yeah, background now? Background so you can actually go play your game and do stuff? I guess so, yeah. I don't know. That'd be, be nice. That'd be nice the... if they did that on PS3 too. If they change things around, yeah. I haven't updated my firmware because I'm like I can't be bothered. I don't want to do this right now. I can watch Netflix. I always Fine. send I always send out emails when or we we both do when when an update goes live just so people know like you know the random because we don't no one you know we play PS3 more than anyone in the office so people turn it on only occasionally and then they have like you know they, they, they bitch, bitch and on Twitter. Oh, oh my I god! Gotta update my firmware. So we you know, we send out an email exactly right when it happens so they can do it and get out of the way and then they can go play. Or so they can ignore it and then when they bitch on Twitter we can be like we warned you. We Tried. We're trying to help you. Well, here. you never Ryan know. I, I, I don't know it, about IGN, but it, at One Up, we're constantly swapping consoles, and you never know the last time a console yeah. was turned on. So it could be you had like you know a console that has three firmware updates ago when yeah. you grab it. It's like oh, it's far more this. annoying on test units when you have. To, oh right, yeah. and you gotta track Is down it? the ugly lady flash drive. You have to work. Um, so I guarantee it. Oh, yeah, I guarantee it. Uh, number 16. A canceled Avengers game tied into the upcoming movie was revealed this weekend online, presumably by someone working on the title. The game was being developed at one of THQ's Australian studios, which were all recently closed down. The three-minute video of the game shows an impressive-looking first-person action game that seemed to be far along in development. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all we know. Uh, th- I, it didn't do anything for me. I thought it looked cool. It's different. It looks yeah, different. it's definitely different. But like, I mean, this is also because I'm biased against first-person shooters. Usually, like, I it, that that's not how I want to be Iron Man or the Hulk. You know what I mean? I want to see them do stuff. I want to see a comic come to life. I got that's you. I think. Do you? Would you generally say that you prefer third-person yes, over first-person? Oh, yeah, yeah. hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Uh, I, we uh, came to some agreement a while back that my favorite games are third-person action adventure, third-person action somehow. Being able to see the character just makes me. Like it, because when I'm playing a first-person shooter, I don't feel like I'm that character. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't change anything more for me, Cause especially with when you enter into a morality system, right? Like when I'm playing massive. Well, that I guess that it's obviously third-person. But when I'm making choices, like in Fallout, even I, I've made I, what I usually do is I start off and make my character either Kal-el or Zod, and then I play through and make good or bad choices. So I'm not even. I want to see that character. I don't want to be. You can see that character. In I know, I know, but I'm and just that bear awful with animation. Me. Yeah, I know, right? As you slowly jump yeah, around, you're right? like. All right, Call we have arms. number 17, uh, we already know about, that's for Nino Kuni. 
uh, coming to North America in 2012. Uh, comes out Japan in November. Number 18. This is something I'm very excited about. Okay. Dead Nation is getting DLC. Yes. The DLC is called Road of Devastation and will unlock new weapons, new enemies, new rules, etc. It comes out September 27th, which is this Tuesday. Holy it, crap. It, really? will is that quick it will cost Damn. $4, and I am very excited. You know, can we play it together? Sure. Right, I'm still waiting for you so we can play. I know. Yeah. Beyond listeners. See, I don't even want to put out this call because it's never going to happen. When am I going to... I guess... Okay, here's the thing, Beyond listeners. Colin and I would like to play through the hardest difficulty of Dead Nation together. The problem is Colin went and did the one to unlock it before on his own. Yeah, there's easy, normal, hard, very hard, and then insane. I did very hard by myself. Yeah. But but we can't do... And that was like a pro- that was a process to do that. Like I, I was like throwing controllers and like screaming and shit. So totally wasn't worth it. But Greg can't play with me on the next difficulty up until we until he does. So I need to, I need to team with someone in the Beyond Nation to go play Dead Nation on very hard. We need to set out time though to do this, which is when it gets complicated with review season. And I'm going to Oklahoma this week. So Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping up the plane. So yeah, that's exciting. Do you play Dead Nation? Or Never played it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good, dude. House Mark, man. They, they know. They, they know what's what up. They know oh what man, doing. Stardust on the Vita. That's yeah. one of the games I'm excited for. Oh, definitely. Yep. Yep. Most definitely. All right, two more items, and then we're almost done. All right. Uh, we're almost done. Yeah, we're almost done. Two more, and then you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, Nineteen. We now have confirmation that Vita was is region free, meaning that the games purchased <clears throat> anywhere in the world will work on any Vita yeah, unit. Yeah, buddy. Just like PS3 and PSP. Th- this is good news for those looking to import Vitas before they come out outside of the J- Japan. Though Shuhei did tweet, warned said, against warned it, and said, and don't, and do said don't do it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's mostly because of button inversions. Yeah, like he was that. talking about the little differences between what Western games do and what Japanese games do. Exactly. So, like, you know, X and Circle usually being reversed, yeah. which always screwed me up in Metal Gear because I didn't understand that at the time. I'm love- I love the idea. I I have a Japanese PSP, never bought an American one. Works just fine. Really? So yeah. that, Okay, good. All right, you're, you're a sign of hope. Here's my question, though. So, like, when you put an American game in it, it knows the buttons are switched then, right? Like, it, that's not the confusion. Yeah, yeah, the buttons, the, the buttons are switched This in is game. just like if I was using but, it but to on select a, on the on screen. A system, on a system level stuff. So gotcha. what, what's confusing is when you go back out to the XMB, uh-huh. you, say you've been playing an American game, uh-huh. and you've been using X, and then you go back out to the XMB, and you all of a switch sudden... switch over circle. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. You get See, used to it. That's yeah, how, that doesn't that's sound how, bad. When, when we got the... I think when we got the PSPs from a noob, do you remember he sent us PSPs or something? Vaguely. There was a Japanese PSP in my possession for a long time yeah. and i you totally get used to it all right but i would still i would still support buying uh the u.s launch of this yeah, oh yeah I, 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 the one i buy and i'm assuming it'll be easy enough to transfer over saves and profiles like we already do yeah. on ps3 so i'm i'm gonna we're gonna import them for ign yeah course. we'll import a few of them and then, and then yeah. yeah when the one real comes out that's when i'll spend my own money to have my own and worry about my profile and stuff there um and finally number 20 uh we kind of already went over this but uh, Vita's three to five hour battery life will yeah, be extended yeah, yeah. by the external battery. So I that's it. it. I can see. Um, so one thing I want to do real quick before we move on, uh-huh. and um, I have that news too that I wrote up this morning. It's oh fun. yeah, oh yeah, go go on. Oh, uh, it was confirmed. Exceed the publishers at Exceed are bringing a Grand Knights History, uh, which is VanillaWare's probably the last PSP game that VanillaWare will ever develop. Uh, and they did, uh, well, I guess actually this might be their first and last, because I can't think of another PSP game that they've done. They were the makers of Odin Sphere, Grim Grimoire, uh, Muramasa on Wii. I love Wii. Grim Grimoire. Yeah, they did, they did that, impo- they did that uh, port of the, their old Saturn game. I can't remember the name of it. Something oh, Princess. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Grand Knight's History, it's like a 2D RPG. Uh, there's three warring nations. You get to sort of create your own army of knights, align with a nation, completely customize all those knights. It's this really badass, like, as always, like, 2D animated style that looks gorgeous. And apparently it has, like, ways 
the the way the press release said it because i actually am not very familiar i've never played the game before but the way the press release said it is that you can play against other people without reco- without needing an, a constant internet connection. So I think you can sort of like connect with someone, like somehow trade like armies or maybe like you clash and then you like can connect later to get updates and stuff. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I'm kind of guessing it. Anyway, that's really exciting. That's coming out later this year for the PSP. So that's- for you PSP owners out there that are need something to hold over, or hold yourself over until the Vita. Now you have it. Yeah, buddy. I doubt it. Oh, uh, oh. Um, swing and a miss, Ryan. How's that feel? Uh, so we talk about how good your, your hair looks. Your microphone's cut off. Oh. No. <laughs> we haven't been recording you at all. <laughs> uh, so one thing I wanted to do, I was talking to Greg There's about this. There's these long conversations yeah. from Colin, and yeah. then just a little silence, no. and then back to conversation. Uh, something I was uh, that I was talking to Greg about this morning that I thought was interesting was uh, a week or two ago we mentioned something that we had written on IGN. Um, and it w- in this case, it was the Sony Band uh, history of that I did. I, to- I talked to the guys at the Sony Band. They were the ones that did Siphon Filter, revealed some new stuff to me, and, and et cetera, and so on about the canceled Resistance game on PSP and stuff like that. Um, and that was interesting. People liked that story or whatever. And we mentioned it on the podcast, and people, a few people commented in the story that they, they found out about it on the podcast. Because we have some people that listen to the, the show that, unfortunately, yeah, don't read the site. A lot of people, if you, you think we just do this podcast beyond thing no we this is nothing we work for a website called ign.com and you should come to it and read the stuff and watch the videos we do so i thought it would be cool if we just every week we just shout out a few things just general articles that we think that you know so i picked out five this week sure you guys let me know what you think and you know you could just you know our site's a, a little hard to navigate if the stories are old so you can always go to google and just search for these exact titles with ign oh yeah whatever them. yeah usually when i need something off ign that's old you go to you go to google put in ign and then the basics of what you're looking for so the first thing i wanted to bring up was yesterday's resistance 3 spoiler cast with yep. marcus smith which was awesome we, we learned a, a bunch of new information about resistance 3 yesterday um that was really cool we went on for like two hours and just t- totally blew the game wide if open if you haven't beaten resistance 3 yet the you just download it and put it aside yeah and don't when listen, you're ready don't listen to it go. until you're done until you're ready similar yes. to what we did with the infamous one that everybody liked um uh one of our artists brian miggles did everything we know about P- about the ps vita which was a, a really cool like kind of graphic of everything the vita yeah. has and and everything you can expect a breakdown of what the system is and what it can do basically in one graphic yeah it's very nice. cool very cool um um, I posted something I've been sitting on for a long time called Developing an Escape Plan for PlayStation Vita. Mm-hmm. I interviewed the guys at FunBits Interactive when I was in Germany. These are the guys that used to work at Titan that did Fat Princess. They're working on a game called Escape Plan for Vita that I talk about a lot. That is easily one of the coolest looking Vita games. Um, you wear the shirt around the house all the time. Yes, I do. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they gave me an Escape Plan shirt, which is awesome. Uh, it's a pretty fascinating story about how they came about. This game's been marinating and brewing for a, a long time, and um, they, they kind of collaborated on Fat Princess, and then they came and, and worked on this game. And I'm really excited about that game i'm excited for more people to finally be able to play it um and another piece that i thought was interesting was 10 facts about the great video game crash of 83 i'm a big history nerd with with gaming we all know the stories about et cartridges and the new mexico dead that stuff's old this is this is good stuff that you you guys might know yeah and then finally uh more totally radical video game ads uh, which is a totally radical it's still, um, it's still radical. Yeah, and that's like just uh, you know nice clean scans of ads from the '80s and early '90s that are funny that you guys might want to check out. So those are things for you to read this week on IGN. Colin, nice. I love reading, but sometimes I like playing games. Yeah. If I wanted to know what games came to store this week, yes, to store this week. Yeah, sure. That's how it sounds. <laughs> that uh, where would I go to find out? You go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. That was like somber. It's yeah, somber. somber. That's, like, that's, that's how you introduce the list at a funeral. No. It had like a, it ended on a good note. Sure it did. 
Um, four game, four games on PS3, one on PSP this week. Nothing on PS2, if you can believe it. No, really? Again? Uh, PSP, uh, Persona 2 Innocent Sin came out. And that's also available digitally for 40 bucks on PSN. We will have that review up by the end of the week. Excellent. Um, and I actually have a code uh, of a code to give away for that game. It's a $40 game. So I'm, sure, I'm still trying to think about what I want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like one of these. You know, usually I go on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. No taxation. Uh, nice plug. And... Uh, and I give away codes, usually making people answer obscure history questions. But I'm not going to do that with this one. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Uh, PS3 games. F1 2011, if you're into the racing. Sure. Supremacy MMA. Greg? It, you, you're not into that. No. Whoever no you no are, one's no, into don't, that. Don't play that. Uh, God of War Origins. Yep. And White Knight Chronicles 2. Two. The Deuce. Uh, and what's what's the story with that? Wait, that came it's being out? being reviewed over in the UKs. Okay. It's coming. Wow, that's like out now, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's, been out, it's been out in Europe since June. So um, uh, some, a lot of people have already been playing it. Wow. Do you have to beat the first one to play this one? First one comes in the disc. Yeah, so here's the thing. You can play the entire thing okay. on one disc if you want. You can jump right into the second game, and there is story and stuff like that. Clements beat it. I never even had. The, I never even wanted to beat it. I didn't, uh, not, I I didn't, didn't hate it, though. I didn't like that game. Um, I thought that game Because was... the Japanese version required you to beat the first one before you touched any of the content. <sighs> really? The as far one. as I understand, they came and showed me the game a long time ago. And as far as I remember, they said that you can jump right in. You might have to maybe have to have a save file or something like that. I don't, I'm not exactly sure. But some people on my PlayStation Network friends list are playing it, including the guy I talk about every week. Who he actually messaged me on PSN and he said, because uh, you know he he does nothing but play White Knight Chronicles. Like that's it. That's all he's ever playing ever. And uh, he just loves it. He loves that game. He platinumed it. I don't know how that's even possible. Um, and uh, he messaged me saying, oh, th- you know, thanks for the shout out, whatever. And now I'm playing White Knight Chronicles too. And now every time I see him on there, he's just playing that game. So wow. he loves that shit. I mean, that's great. That's like I love. See, even if the, if I did not like the game at all and thought it was garbage, uh, <laughs> I love when people love games. It's uh, it's so refreshing. Me too. It's so good. Me too. Ryan. Yes. What came in the digital bleeps and bloops? The bleeps and bloops uh, gave birth to a variety of games, including Resident Evil Four. Uh, for oh. 20 bucks. Cubix HD. Oh. Saints Row 2, not 3. Yeah. The third. We'll leave that these two. up yeah, for download. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bolt. Yeah. Yeah. Burnout Crash. Yeah. yeah. I played that for a while. I wasn't I wasn't blown away. Didn't blow my hair back. Must the must download for the week, Altered Beast for five dollars. <laughs> I got hundred percent of the trophies Why? in that. From your way. Uh. That, all right, can I just can I just have a tangent real quick about about because I was talking to, to Greg about Altered Beast because one day this past weekend uh, at home I was just I'm like I'm just gonna get all the trophies in this because it's supposed to be like really easy. And every time I go back and play Altered Beast, I'm like, there isn't a single solitary redeeming quality about this game this game is one of the worst games ever made so period end of so story good. it is so now, bad are they charging five dollars for the arcade version or the genesis, genesis. Version? it's the genesis five dollars for the genesis version of Alder as far as i understand yeah. yes. that is ridiculous yeah so basically they've released they've released five genesis games one of them is good golden axe and one of them is okay comic zone and then the other two are sonic overrated sonic games and then we get altered beast now there's got to be better. You know, I was a, I was an SNES kid, but I know there are better games out there. What I really want is Fantasy Star two, three, and four. I want the Jurassic Park movie game. Oh, okay. Oh, by the way, Fantasy Star was blowing up at TGS this year because of the what was there Vita? Uh, like uh, online two or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. exactly what it was. Um, all right, and also, oh god, watch out! I'm dropping my papers. As uh, Colin said, Shin Megami Tensei Persona Two: Innocent Sin Digital for forty bucks, which he has a code for. And then a PSP Mini. There we go. Rubenstein working hard. Even working in the TGS, hard. he's doing Just it. Just one. Uh, well, yeah, he's been at TGS. The, the wife and all by herself trying to make these minis. We got Edge for $5. Oh. 
$5 mini. That sounds about $5 right. $5 mini. We got uh, Develop Your Telekinetic Strength. Yeah, that's good. By pushing a cube, capital cube, a cube within a geometric universe. Pla- <laughs> pla- platforms, enigmas, and reflexes combined to and make Edge a Enigmas rich- and reflexes yeah, combined? Uh, yes, reflexes <laughs> combined. Any sense? Oh, to make to make Edge a rich and very comprehensive game. All right, you guys don't even want to sell any of these. Toss some words in there. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any it. sense. That no, makes me it. feel sorry for the copywriter. You can feel the copywriter's pain in that description. Just like he's it like, makes oh, me want to buy it. I don't know what the I hell hate the things my job. about. Somebody out there buy Edge and tell us, give us yeah. our reader mini review for next week. You got to push a cube within a geometric universe, baby. <laughs> that sounds hot. <laughs> so pick of the week, clearly Edge. Edge. I want to know what's going on in this yeah. geometric universe. Yeah. Colin, real pick of the week. What do you want to do? Pick of the week. I don't know. Resident Evil Four is out. Yeah, I, I and it doesn't I'm, look great because the HD I, isn't real. Whatever. But Resident Evil Four is is one of the great games. Yeah. Of the last few generations. God of War Origins is that? Yeah, I, play, I played a little bit of that. You know, it's God of War. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, if you're into that, you're making the funny faces. Yeah. He's making the funny Colin faces. <laughs> Too bad, Ryan. Ryan, what, what do you like for pick of the week? I'd have to go with God of War. Okay, okay. Guys, I'm Lots amazed that we just finished up our pick of the week and we were recording for over an hour. Yeah, it, we it's had so long, much news. It was a long there was show. so much. We yeah. got a couple good questions. We'll get those out of the way and we'll get back onto uh, real work. All right, all right. So, anyways, what do you want? You, what well, do you no, want? I don't want to cut it short. So you you do what you got to well, do. Well, we're clearly long, so yeah. don't worry about it. Why do I, I don't understand? Why we just don't record until we feel comfortable that the show is good enough to just be over? Mm. Why do we have to put a time limit on it? Sometimes a 50-minute show might be fine. Sometimes an hour and a half. I 100% yeah. agree with you. I don't think that we're ever saying they need to be. I, I, we go long all yeah, the time. Yeah, and notice that I didn't say, man, we need to wrap this up. I just said, I can't believe we just finished I saw it in the, the desperation week. in your eyes, though. Clint. We all have other things to do. That's always the thing, I, right? I do. I have a lot of things I'm to more, do. I'm more Wouldn't you like to play hungry. some Payday the Heist? I would. I really need Come to. On. I really need to finish Roshar. I got as a well. one. Clock, I got a one o'clock meeting too. I also just and a lunch to eat. Oh God, we have the meeting at two o'clock too. Oh yeah, we have an all hands meeting. Let me tell you, our dubs, our dubs. <laughs> <laughs> These meetings. That's how they get you. All right. So pick of the week, Clements. What do you? What do you? It's a split decision. What do you want? What do you um, like for pick of the week? What are my? What Resident my, Evil. Re, uh, I miss my retail choices again. God of War. All right. F1 Origins, 2011. F1. White Knight Chronicles two. It's God of War or Resident Evil. You choose. You can't go wrong with either, obviously. Okay, go with Edge. <laughs> All right, Edge uh, it is. Fair. Geometric okay. universe. Uh, the Geometric. cube universe full Five of enigmas and reflexes. And reflexes. <laughs> I tell you. Right. I love it. I love it. It's bad. That's bad news. Maybe it's a great game. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. It's $5. So you I'll got to try it out. Reader mail. Mail call. Mail call! Oh, Mail my gosh. Stream. That's old school beyond right there. This yeah. is what, uh, it, before the show, our dub said he hadn't listened to the show since 2008, and I'm yeah. sure the screaming is what drove him away <laughs> back in the day. Uh, we, might wanna, we might want to avoid that. Uh, Matthew what are you talking in. about? We haven't had enough screaming, man. I know. We've been, we've, we've gro- the show's grown. It's, it's, it's yeah, grown it up before our It doesn't mean we can't have a fond memory been, once in a there's while. There's been a dearth of random beyonds yeah, there, yeah, in, yeah, in this yeah. podcast compared to previous. Back in the day, yeah. yeah. When we were just wild kids, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. 2008, we didn't care. Oh we banged and pans on the microphone and be like there's your show 30 minutes ding dong ding dong Matthew writes into beyond.ign.com yeah. pots and pans go ding dong by the way really isn't that what they have in church belfries ding-dong, I don't ding-dong. know just a, just a fryer hitting a pot and a pan together in the... 
<laughs> Matthew writes into beyond.igene.com and he says, Beyond. Beyond. Uh, I just had a quick question. In shooters, do you prefer regenerative health or having to collect health pickups? I find that I personally take fewer risks in games regen- with re- without regenerating health, but it also adds a bit of suspense. Yeah, depends on the game. Yeah. A game like Resistance 3, I think, worked really well with, um, with without regenerative health. <laughs> and a game like Bioshock, you know, uh, mm. having to keep an eye on, on yeah, health. That's a good though. point. I, I love I love regenerating health because I feel like I'm never punished for a mistake too much. Yeah. But but yeah, at the same time, man, Resistance Three that was a tense game, always scavenging for health. Packs. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I do love that in a way. It, 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 it works. also gets really frustrating. It doesn't, I, you know, it doesn't always work. I feel I play in a more interesting way with regenerating health. Like say I'm low without regenerating health, but just health packs, and I'm low on health. I'm gonna be like peeking up behind corners and sniping, and I'm not getting into like these really intense firefights. Yeah. So with regenerating health, it allows me to play more like a badass. That's what I like too. Like I, there was parts in Resistance Three where I was like, man, I could go for some regenerative health right now because it would be nice just to be able to run out there and do this and hit that. But I understand what they go yeah, for. Use those Bioshock, weapons. I wouldn't want it to be switched around. So I believe there's a cheat in Resistance Three you can unlock that will turn it on. Oh, good. Well, that's what I should do from now. There's also a cheat to turn off the entire HUD, so you have no idea how much health you have. That's awesome. <laughs> Jack writes in. He says beyond. Beyond. I was listening to Deucex last. Or I, was, I was playing Deucex <laughs> last weekend when I noticed something new. Every time a, a loading screen popped up, there was an ad for the Star Wars Blu-ray set. How do you guys feel about advertisements in our games? Perhaps publishers can use this method to make the game cheaper for us. Figured this could be a good topic for a conversational podcast. Beyond. Beyond. What do you, how do you feel about ads in games? Uh, depends on how intrusive they are. Right there, a loading screen, Deucex, Star Wars pops up. Obi Wan's there, and he's uh, like, "If it's a loading hey, screen, I'm, I'm not in. I'm not in the game proper. I, I don't really care. I guess I it's know. weird. It's it's a little weird, but at the same time, also I question whether they would ever pass those savings on to the consumers. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's just more money for them. Games are so expensive, though. I can kind of see it trying to offset the cost that way. Yeah, R Dubs, you got a, you got an opinion here? I'm I'm really not. I I never got the offense that people take for being advertised to and there yeah. seems to be this this view on the internet that oh my god they showed me an ad those bastards <laughs> how dare they it's no skin off my back sure my thing was and is i guess is that back in the day i used to i used to hate the fact when you'd watch saved by the bell they would drink soda and they would have like this you know these just cans that said soda like that always took me out of the experience so like when i'm playing a wrestling game and there's Burger King Whopper billboards or whatever going around yeah. or when you're in a driving game and they're advertising a movie I'm fine with that because it makes me it feel like a real world to me yeah and that's fine and and that's all fine but if I was playing Resistance 3 and there's like a big billboard in New York in the 1950s and it says buy the Blu-ray for Star Wars I'd be like alright come <laughs> that's on that's enough of that yeah my favorite uh, if I may give you an anecdote yeah, uh, about being marketed to, uh, is uh, Mark Ryan and I went to a movie a couple of years ago, and it was just a really funny situation because um, Mark Ryan got to the movie late, and I was I saved us a seat or whatever, and he came in and he's like, so some dude bought a ticket, but he he was asking exactly when the movie would start because he told him he didn't want to be marketed to. That's awesome. Like so, he just wanted to walk in like right when like the previews ended, and he like walked in because he's like, I'm paying for this ticket, I don't want to be marketed to. I'm like, I don't really, I don't really understand like what the big deal is. Like, you know, it's marketing's everywhere. I understand it's a little intrusive sometimes, but a billboard or something's like in Deus Ex, if if, if it's literally on the loading screen, yeah. then who cares? And they could have even done reasonable. Uh, advertisements in game because like future Coke, yeah, like yeah, something you know, like the, I, Mission to Mars. We were talking about that this morning. I remember, uh, like when they're like they're celebrating before they take off in the beginning of the movie, they have like D- Dr. Pepper and Coke or whatever, and they're in like these like futuristic looking bottles. Yeah. And it takes place in like 2020. There's clever ways you can do that kind of stuff, I exactly. There's clever ways. I like, I never thought, like, you know, in uh, Back to the Future when Marty asked for a Pepsi or whatever, and they come up in the crazy bottle, that's cool. But then the worst is, uh, I, I, robot. 
where Will Smith puts on a pair of Converse and goes, vintage 2008, or whenever the movie came out, he's like, vintage 2000, and like, there's a lingering <laughs> shot of him dusting them off. It's like, really? Like, first off, why would you cite 2008 as the vintage year for Converse high thoughts? Great, great movie, by the way. Yeah. But just, just great flick. It's funny that Colin brings up the movies. And then I bring up that movie because Brent wrote into Beyond at IGN.com. Really? That's where we work. Yeah. Uh, with a question for you there, Ryan. Oh, okay. Uh, this is Brent from Australia. Oh, I remember this yeah. question. Uh, since I've been listening to some earlier episodes of the two best podcasts, I noticed that the scoopers were making quite a bit of mockery about Ryan's movie-going habits. So does Ryan still make people sit through the credits? Uh, if I drove, then yeah. If if I gave if I gave you a free ride to the movie theater, then yes, I expect you to. You're still fired up about this from iRobot from like 13 years ago. Wait, what was that? Where we that were? We, we went and saw iRobot, and this is the one, the one of the ones where it happened. I never saw iRobot with people. All right, fine. Whatever. You would you would fit in well in Japan. I saw that by myself. No, no, really. I the first whatever. Time, the first time I watched iRobot was fine. not at the theater. It was like a Blu-ray or I must have DVD. been crazy. Yeah. Heavenly Sword. <laughs> Anyways, was it I Am Legend? I have no idea. Yeah, that's right. There you go. All, right, yeah, All the Will Smith movies run together. That's yeah. the one where he punched her on Alien, right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Earth, robot. Uh, <laughs> Vampire uh, robot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, like if, if I drove, I will expect people to wait. But I guess if I Why didn't do you want to watch it, the credits up? Because there might be something at the end. There might be no. something at the end. Well, when, the first time it ever happened, you said because you wanted I, I, to show respect. But I also, like, I also like the idea of like properly viewing everyone that worked hard. At, like, if, if I kind of, sometimes it disappoints me if someone reads an article on IGN and doesn't even care to look at who the, who wrote mm-hmm. it, you know. So the thought of like someone spending I don't know years of their who life who was the on best something. boy grip on this uh, on this particular yeah. film? Yeah. Laugh it up, chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was, I was gonna say you would fit in well in Japan. They do that like when the the movie ends, everyone sits through the credits, and it's only loud foreigners like myself who would get up and be like, "All right, time to go." Yeah. Meanwhile, everybody's you're just dumping your popcorn on all over the table. Even... <laughs> don't worry, they'll get it. <laughs> and they can't even read the credits. They have no idea what a gaffer is in japan because the credits all scroll up in english interesting yeah yeah well i don't know i just think it's polite and but more more, more blah. all right more importantly i think it's important to see if anything happens at the end because i've been burned by that before and i love seeing even a movie endings. that obviously something's not gonna happen at the end you never know Grand i've been surprised he comes out of the ground he's not dead i actually never saw that well so. i'd have to say who dies though there's two people in the movie right two men Right. Well, one's a boy, one's a man, obviously. Clint Eastwood yeah. and this All right, he kid. basically told you what happened. Yeah, All right, yeah, let's yeah, move. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. But how does he, how does he die, or does yeah. he? He gets shot. But he, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have a gun. He grabs for a lighter. <laughs> I love it. I ever tell you the story about how I ruined the Matrix for kids? The third Matrix? All right, now this is a quick aside, but it's a conversational podcast. In college at Mizzou, I, I did a cartoon in the paper. And I don't remember how, but I got into an early screening of the third final Matrix movie. And so the comic the next day was, uh, first off, it was called The Adventures of Gary and, Qu- Gary and Quinn. And it, Gary Pinkles, the football coach. Quinn Sullivan at the time was uh, the basketball coach. So it was a sports comic. And for no reason at all, I just had one of the characters standing there. And he's like, in the new Matrix movie, uh, Trinity dies. So does Neo. And it was a strip. <laughs> put it out. The Friday the movie premiered, I put that in the paper so people would be reading. Like, what the fuck? Oh man! Awesome. What, um, I was gonna ask you. Did, did you do the art as well as the writing? Yeah, I, I drew it. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. I want to see some of these. Okay. Do you still have them? Yeah, well, it's the internet. Yeah, I can. They're around somewhere. Let's find them. Okay. Uh, and then Colin Brent had a question for you too. Mm. Uh, how come Mr. Fallout, Colin Moriarty, hasn't appeared on GameCube? I have it. I have. You've been on many GameCube. GameCube's. Yeah. Sorry, Brent. Uh, you've missed a few episodes somewhere along the line. You should double back and. Listen to them. 
Uh, Lay Gary writes in to beyond it at IGN.com. He has quickfire questions. Colin, mm. do you think that Sony will come up with a Metroidvania, Castlevania game for the Vita? I hope so. God, I hope so. That'd be rad. I, like I said a million times, if they, if they release one on 3DS, I'll buy year. it. Yeah, one, 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 one a year is perfect. Okay. Why not? Why not, you know? Ryan, Those games are so good. Clements, yes. do you think that both the City of Games will come to the PS3 as part of the Remasters collection, or do you think a new to City of a Game will come to the Vita? I think it's more likely a new one would come than them remaster. I don't know how well they sold here that they'd want to remaster it. Because the remasters seem to be specific to like extremely huge franchises. Mm-hmm. And although the, the Dissidia games I adore and I know that were very popular for those that bought them. It's not like they had like this tr- huge, colossal, worldwide impact. Okay. They, it did in my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R-dubs. Mm-hmm. You? If you had to choose one game, or one game or game franchise from any system from the past to be remade or continued, what would it be and why? God, I would say Deus Ex, but they just came out with that. Um, Nailed it. Tie Fighter. Mm. Okay. Okay. Ooh, good. Why? Tie Fighter because I've been playing a lot of Wing Commander lately, and that's really made me think how good Tie Fighter is. Gotcha. Greg, good choice. If you had to choose one thing to live without, would it be trophies or chicken wings? Now, Colin, we haven't talked about this yet. Mm. Uh, Colin Moriarty, for the <laughs> first time in his life, mm-hmm. very, very close to passing me in trophies. I've held on forever. I'm level 18, 70% right now. You're level 18, 67%? Yeah. It's, bi- it's big time right now. Yeah, it is. And uh, so what happened is over the weekend, this it came to light. Colin was playing Madagascar, Penguins, Dr. Blowhole Returns again. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, he declared that it was super close, closer than it ever been. And I could not work up the the energy to do it. We, we talk about this all the time on the show, you know, ebbs and flow in our trophy hoarding. We're always trophy whores, but there's moments where you're just like, I don't want to do this. I want to play other games. I want to do this other yeah, stuff. Definitely. And I'm definitely in that moment at right now to the point where I don't mind. I'm ready for you to pass me. But I've said that before. And then all of a sudden I get bit by this bug and go. Yeah. It's we're in a dangerous time right now because, um, these great games are coming out. Obviously mm-hmm. I'm going to be really consumed by rage. And yeah. I'm going to be consumed by rage. <laughs> You're going to be consumed and by then, rage. Show and then, me your words. And then Skyrim comes out. Obviously we'll both platinum Uncharted 3, so that's a wash. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, things can happen, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you can, and, you know, we... Um, I'm sure I will be rebitten by the bug to go back into it. And so all I can hang my hat on is that the prediction I made at the beginning of the year, of course, was to continue to dominate you in trophies for our year predictions for 2011. Mm-hmm. So if what happens is I get back into it, and I'm I'm ready because I will I'm gonna eventually care but like I tried to play Alter Beasts that weekend you did it. I'm like I forgot how much I hate this game like oh, I hate this game I cannot do this I cannot that game is fucking garbage push I mean, myself to do call what it is yes yeah of course and so like anyways you're gonna get lost in Rage and Skyrim Uncharted Batman will be big trophy games for me and then I can that's when I can start working on the Penguin Returns blowholes <laughs> and I can play the the uh, the the Rancho game with the lizard oh Rango yeah that's it the <laughs> <Rango>. <laughs> So there's time for me to do it, but it's very it's a very exciting time. Like, you, you, are you excited to take the lead for the first time ever? Like, I'm going away this weekend. Like, you, there's no possible reason you shouldn't do it this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it'll be this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's just that like I have you know we have payday now. Oh yes, we do. Um, I've been playing Rochard. Um, my review goes up for that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so these aren't these aren't you know, or at least Rochard isn't a, isn't a great game for trophies and. Uh, um, and the, but I have God of War Origins. I have Dark. Souls. I've been playing Dark That's Souls. The problem, I mean, right? it's that just we, like I don't know, man. I, I'm like I'm going in a million different directions. And right we're now. getting into review season when it's literally you don't have time to play stuff you're not reviewing. Right. So that's when it'll get. Hey, contact. Yeah. Let's watch Hot Tub Time Machine tomorrow night. <sighs> tomorrow night, I have plans tomorrow night. Sorry. God damn it. 
It could be. Well, this, this is probably the fourth time you've declined me on hot tub time machine. You got a book early. I think it's like the second time. Yeah, I have uh, dinner plans tomorrow night, and Saturday I have plans. Sunday is football. You can come over on Sunday and watch football if you want. The Jets are playing the Raiders. Oh well, that sounds like a great time. Come watch the Jets play the Raiders. He's not gonna come. Ten o'clock. Beer and wings. Ten p.m. They have good wings too. Ten p.m. or ten a.m. Ten a.m. No. Okay. That's I'll, your, be, that's I'll, your I'll be. I'll be. I'll be with my girlfriend at the time. Okay. Yeah. That's your prerogative. I but, mean, I'll be with my girlfriend at that particular time. Not that she's the my girlfriend at the time. Okay, that hurt my head. Okay. But I see what you're doing now. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a podcast beyond episode 207. I think it was oh, 93 episodes to 300. Ah oh, man, where are we going to do that live event? The moon, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, IGN.com is what we are based out of, and you need to come read IGN.com and OneUp.com and OneUp.com. Support our dubs over there. Um, also follow us on Twitter. IGN is IGN. One up is one up. I'm game over Greggy. Ryan is Palm Cider. Uh, Colin is no taxation. Our dubs would be our winter halter. Oh, that's easy. Okay. Um, oh, and also we started this new thing where, you know, how I, we used to talk about how many questions get thrown away that, you know, do it. Uh, the official podcast beyond, uh, my IGN page is being run by M dog. You remember him? M dog. Bought the shirt. Uh, you can go check out, uh, he picks questions from the kids who submit questions on the blog, gives them to us. We answer this week. Colin answered a whole bunch mm-hmm. of questions. They will be up. You can get to that by going to the, uh, podcast beyond article on IGN.com. It'll be hyperlinked out. Ryan, take yes. me home. All right, it's a bit of a special, uh, Ooh, special. A special day. Oh, it's a special day. Special day. So during the course of this week, we didn't get any song submissions that I saw. Maybe something got lost in the junk mail folder, but I didn't see any. Uh, by the way, if That's you weird. if you are sending me a song for Podcast Beyond, because we always end Podcast Beyond with a song, as you may know, uh, our we don't sing anymore though. Yeah, we don't sing anymore. We let, but, the, we uh, let the other kids do. Now, I would just like to point this out. This is a very important note. If you want to send in a song to be played on America's Most Beloved Podcast, Podcast Beyond, mm. attach it to the email so that when I'm scanning down all the questions, I see the little the little paper, paper clip. clip. Yeah. Because that's honestly the way that I look. Because it's I can't go through every question a second time uh, to find the song. So um, anyway, do that. But uh, didn't get any submissions this week, that's and I, weird. I decided to get. I decided this week to go back to a little old uh, tradition that I, I used to have. A little chestnut, yes. <laughs> Remember that old chestnut? Um, so I decided late last night that I was going to be flying to New York City next uh, month to see SM Town live in at Madison Square Garden. New York which is, City! Which is a giant K-pop concert uh, that I'm extremely excited about because this will be the first time that I will see most of these K-pop stars live. And it's pretty rare for them to come to the United States. This is very exciting. Ryan, I don't know if you realize, but I'm, I'm fucking pumped. You're a giant pumped. K-pop I'm fan. The biggest. <laughs> the biggest. And uh, especially Girls' Generation, a.k.a. Sony Yoshide. And uh, so, wait, wait, I said it wrong. Anyway, uh, I'm just going to keep going. Uh, Mr. So Texas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to play one of their songs in celebration of this fine, fine event. And this is one of their classics. Uh, it's Tell Me Your Wish, but also could be considered called Genie. It kind of has like two different titles. Mm-hmm. If you would like mm-hmm. to support them, I would highly recommend you import any and all of their albums. It's uh, They go by like Girls' Generation, SNSD, or Sonyoshi Day. Um, that's their Korean name. And uh, you can basically import them on sites like YesAsia.com. That's the one that I use to import all of my CDs, get them all legally. Uh, SM also actually puts out a lot of their artist stuff on iTunes as well. So you can actually just download it right on iTunes. Pay a nice little price, get a little K-pop, get yourself fired up for the club. Let's listen to Girls' Generation's Genie or Tell Me Your Wish. It's a classic. Go watch the video. It's adorable. B-
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.